You're on. We're live. We're live. Welcome. Live. Welcome. We're live. I'm Gary Watson from the basement. Live from my basement. This just in. The See Other People podcast. This, hold on. This just into my basement. This just came across my desk. Ah, there you go. I need some typewriter cells. I like the guy throwing it. Like, then, like, we need someone to walk in. We like someone to walk in and yell, "Stop the presses!" Purple cell. Yeah. Don't hurt yourself, player. Yeah, I've got um. We got some good stuff tonight. I got some right wing. I got some left wing. I got some in the middle wing. I've got some mainstream, some low stream, high stream, in between streams. I'm trying to. Hardy, you got tonight. all pieces of the bird ready for me? I do, I do, and I'm gonna. I mean, I appreciate you bearing with me. That's bear, b e a r, e a r e r e e a r e. Burry, burry. I appreciate you burying with me. Six point two, just like that on there the fly, is. on the fly editing. So, and so the picture that I'm seeing right now of you is not live. It's not, and it is. And it is the picture of you that I am seeing is you moking. <laughs> is what? Smoking. I don't see that. It's, like, it's, it's been like that for a minute now. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you look hey. pretty good. You look good on my end. Everything. I mean, the show is recording well. I mean, you're a little blurry, but it's okay. Yeah, I don't know what to do with this. That. I'm looking over your camera, I guess. I mean, it's probably, um, I would think it's probably a uh, bandwidth issue. I got, you know, the whole house is streaming, so that's probably the, you know, part of the problem. But I hope there you can you see the video know. when I go to share. That's going to be important. Right, I hope they're not seeing what I'm seeing. No, they're not. No, <laughs> like, what's recording is, I'm doing the recording so I can see, like, that. I think that's good. Because you're not frozen at all. To me. All right, so let's let's go let's ahead and start. It, I'll try and we'll see if um you're able to see it. If not, we'll make adjustments. But you gotta have a registered voter first. Here's what they do, these groups. This is the scam. They present themselves as nonpartisan voter registration organizations. But they're really working to help Democrats, according to Capital Research Center's exclusive report, which the Daily Caller uh, got, got their hands on. The organization, the VRP, Voter Registration Project, was commissioned by the white now White House Deputy Chief of Staff, John Podesta, who you know is one of the biggest lefties on this rock we call planet Earth, and was funded by left-wing donors and was specifically aimed at winning election victories for Democrats. The CRC report alleges that the VRP describes themselves as nonpartisan, yet a particularly targeted demographics likely to vote Democrat and hired left-wing consultants, leading to 5.1 million new voter registrations since 2015, according to the website. That's a bit for you. Little, little damn by Gino. Little, now, now we're switching, switching sides. I'm yeah. To the, uh, the right. I'm on, I'm on the right now. Sometimes I'm on the left, now I'm on the right. You With gotta look at both sides. Yeah, if you're gonna form a, if you're gonna yeah. form an educated opinion, you gotta see both sides. 
Well, I mean, he's obviously pissed off about voter registration. That's the problem, right? And yeah. but I can't, I can't imagine that Republicans don't have voter registration rallies at like University of Georgia football games, and you know, like University of Tennessee football games. And I mean, they they have their thing that they. I'm sure they have their more partisan rallies that they do, even though they right. don't say, "Hey, don't forget to be a Republican." At the same yeah. time, they're they're there to to get Republicans to vote. Just like yeah. when you go to the Grateful Dead concert and Rock the Vote comes up to you, they're probably taking some Democrat money, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, that's 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 Dan Bongino's argument there, I think, and um, I don't really see the problem with it. But uh, new to the show, which is I guess it's all new to the show since we've never actually put anything out with it. Charlie Kirk, that's new. So, yeah, he's talking. Know, he's he's got, he is decent. He's talking about the same thing. So, I like it because it's very, yeah. it's topical. He keeps us on topic. That is really the main bitching point of the right this week. <laughs> All right. Is this, is this we're, lear we're learning. We're learning. <laughs> I just stepped out of the matrix. All right. So, here's some Charlie Kirk from this week. I want to say it was Tuesday or Wednesday. That they are, let's just say, pushing the boundaries and or outwardly violating the non-political rule from the Internal Revenue Service for a 501c3. If there was a line over what they could do, which the IRS doesn't seem to enforce at all, but if there was a line, they crossed it very long ago. The IRS website says that these voter registration campaigns are prohibited from being partisan in either intent or effect. And I was able to prove both, according to the estimates which we ran, based on you know leaked documents in, the, in these Podesta emails and from other sources. This campaign generated somewhere in the range of one to two million votes uh, for Democrats in the 2020 cycle. One to two million votes in Nevada, Arizona, Colorado, Florida, Georgia. But let's be more specific. Florida, I don't think they spent as yeah. much money. It's mostly Arizona, Georgia. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. uh, Michigan, a little less so, but okay. uh, yeah, these are, it's exclusively swing states. They weren't, it, the campaign is called everybody votes. They didn't care about everybody's vote. <laughs> they only cared about the swing state votes and only the votes that would benefit the Democrats. Yeah. If it was everybody votes, why weren't they doing voter registration they in Louisiana? People in Alaska. Yeah. They weren't in Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, so, so this is, I want to read part of your report, by the way. This is this is what people say, Charlie. You know, where do you spend your money? I love Capital Research Center. All these DC think tanks, most of them are a waste of time. This is a, this is a report that will that will result in good things. I saw that, and I I have some feedback. They got to be careful to make sure those rules aren't wrongly enforced <laughs> against the right. But that's a separate issue. But no, I saw I, I saw Schweikert's letter. It's it's, it's mostly good. By, by the way, before I read this, in in Schweikert's letter, foreign people might be funding this. Stuff. Is that correct? Exactly. People like Hansorg Wies, if you've heard yeah, of him. Yeah, the Swiss guy. He's $4 billion crazy person from Switzerland who is funding <laughs> 501c4s as well, right? Parker, not just C3s. Yeah. We'll get to the C4 in a second. Yeah, uh, he's he's the left's dirty little secret. They don't want anyone talking exactly about him. Exactly right. Ta tell <laughs> us about him. No, no, riff on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Hansorg Wies, he made his money at, as the, uh, I believe, president and CEO of a company named Synth USA. They got in a lot of trouble for running illegal medical experiments. Uh, but he made, uh, you know, millions of dollars and uh, was then, I think, billions of dollars even, and was eventually uh, around 2009 was caught making illegal 
uh, campaign contributions. To- <clears throat> and, hey, well, once again, real quick, that's probably going on both sides, right? I, the I really illegal contributions so. and business CEOs or whatever, you know. And they, they really want to talk about. Right? They really want to talk about like how, how this guy is, you know. The, I guess the actual person and like, you know, this uh, this contributor that they busted. And what's I think what what yeah. I find somewhat funny about it is that now we're talking about the IRS as our source. I realize it came out in a report yeah. that was from the IRS's stuff, but like, I mean, come on, I mean, the IRS is your source. I mean, you guys hate. I mean, the, the right hates the IRS. It's like, you can't, you know, right. you can't be like, hey, the IRS is doing good work here, but Biden needs to stop hiring IRS agents. You know, I mean, yeah, okay, but I don't know. It's just, I, I mean, I guess you just, I, I see, I see their side of it. I don't think it's good, but it happens on both sides. And I guess his point, too, at the beginning of the clip was that he was investing or helping out in another way other than just giving money by funding those sound to vote things. Which is, what, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that yeah, was that's funny, another too. Way, another way to contribute without, yeah, without directly giving them money. So, yeah, the vote, I mean, I think People want to know where I put my money, is what he says. But... Yeah, well, and just I think there's so many ways to to manipulate the votes, man. And and I would say that I'm a proponent of having an ID to vote. I mean, I don't understand why that's a fucking problem. Who doesn't um, have a fucking ID? I don't think it's and a problem why not? in person, but when it comes down to absentee ballots, is I mean that's really. If you look at the whole thing, I mean, that's what the whole problem is, is Trump feels like the, the, the election was stolen from him because absentee ballots were allowed it allowed to count because of COVID. They are two things that, I mean, he's not wrong. You know what I mean? He's, he's not necessarily wrong because there's, it would have been a lot Can closer. It, well, I'm just saying like, it would have been a lot closer if they weren't, if you weren't allowed to just send a ballot in by mail, I I believe. Do that. you really? Hey, do you do you really believe that Joe Biden got honestly and fairly got the most votes of any president ever, more than Obama? Do you believe that? Yes, I do. You know why? Because it is it is yeah. the easiest it's ever been to vote in this country this last election. You could simply yeah. take. You could take some, take a piece of junk mail and write your choice on this junk mail and turn it right back around. So everybody voted. Everybody. And you think the majority of people wanted Joe Biden over Donald Trump? I do, because I put myself in that time. I don't uh, think the majority of the people want him yeah. now. But... yeah. Think of Black Lives Matter. Think of COVID. Think of Trump talking about it's all just going to go away. Think of like him talking about drinking bleach. Think of all the dumb shit he said in the public eye during COVID that made people fucking hate him. 
Yes. Did he say the bleach? Fucking, he said he said they're talking about bleach kills it. That's something we're looking at. He said that during a goddamn press conference, Garen. And I was like, did he, did he say to drink it? Or did he no, say he said, bleach kills it? He said bleach kills it. We're looking at that. Which he's taught. How am I going to kill a virus in my body with the information that bleach kills it, Garen? How am I going to do that? I, I didn't hear it, so I don't know. I, yeah. No, he didn't say. I mean, I, I, like I, he didn't say attack the capital. He didn't say drink the, the bleach. Of, I, I fall into the category of if he did say it, I still wouldn't do it. So that's good for me. I didn't drink bleach, but I'm sure if you go back and search the internet's dark caverns, you can find motherfuckers that killed themselves drinking bleach to get rid of their COVID. Is it real? I don't know. Is anything on the fucking internet real? I mean, I read an article yesterday that said I'm not real. And by the end of it, I was completely convinced I wasn't real. You're just living in a projection. That it's all just a simulation. It's all simulation. All right. But I don't want to go like, I'm not like, I'm not a, a, an anti-Trump guy, a never Trumper. I'm not a, I'm yeah. not a, I don't love Biden by any means. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it was a different time when COVID was killing people. And every night you're watching the news talking about how many people were dying from COVID. And the whole country was on edge about it. And the president didn't seem to take it as seriously as he should have, in my opinion, at least in the public eye. But then again, he's a CEO president and you can't really expect a CEO president to, to, you know, like where Biden is a fucking figurehead president. So everything's perfect when it comes out of Biden's mouth because he's a figurehead, you know. Now you're finding out that, you know, he's helps his cocaine head son and make give some money from China and Ukraine and everywhere else. And this whole fucking war is, is this whole war is dirty as fuck. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that this whole that we shouldn't be fighting this war. I'm not a fucking I don't love Biden, but Trump was being a fucking idiot during COVID. So, yes, I believe he lost the election by being a fucking idiot. <laughs> but he lost. I don't think he would have lost if absentee ballots weren't allowed. So I also believe that the election was stole from him. But I don't I think. He's very nuanced when he says that. he's very nuanced when he says that the election was stolen from me, because if you didn't allow absentee ballots, then he probably would have won the election. Yeah, that's why I say it kind of was stolen from him. So but that's so much nuance that there's no way you could drill that through everyone's fucking head because it makes sense, you know. Just like when Fauci came out in the beginning of the pandemic and said, don't buy masks. But then the next news story said, doctors don't have masks, so everything's fucked up. Well, he's telling you not to buy the mask because he don't want you, because he wants to buy them all for the doctors. It makes sense. Now, I'm not saying the man's not a total fucking crook, but he told you the mask didn't work because he didn't want everybody to run out and buy them like toilet paper. That's why they yeah. said at the beginning, masks don't work. Don't go buy masks. Then once we had enough masks here from China. Do you think the mask works? 
I never got it, but I, I wore masks a lot. I worked for a Chinese company the whole time. I was required to wear masks. Do you think it worked, though? Do I think it does anything? Yes, I think it does something. Yeah. I think it can stop the splatter. Remember the whole thing? 98% of the splatter comes out, and it stops the splatter. Dude, it was a fucking... It was a fuck job, man. You know, you can't be... I don't know if it worked or not, but... Trump didn't know if it worked. None of us knew if it worked. We were all kind of just winging it. And it sucks that Trump was the guy that was president during that, because I don't think anyone would have done that great. You know? Yeah. I don't no, think Biden it's, would have said it's it's going to magically go away, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those two girls, like, those two girls in the church in Atlanta. I forget what they're, they're like Republican, like, they're two, like, they're like two black Debbie Diamond guys. Yeah, okay. Huh? I, well, who the hell are they, was, dude? Was it the, the black ladies? Yes. Huh? I call it like debutantes, <laughs> but yeah. What was that? That was ah! the weirdest shit I've ever seen. And he's like telling these girls that this it's just going to go away like magic. It's like, is this a fucking deep fake I'm watching here? <laughs> I thought like most of the stuff that you saw of Trump during, if he really wanted, that's what he should say. He should say it was all a deep fake. And that he was. Is it covered now? Isn't um, it gone I now? Mean, Didn't the president say it? I don't know. I mean. Didn't the president? President Biden, I thought, officially said it was over like a month or two ago. Yeah, the pandemic is over. So now it would be what's, what's below a pandemic? An epidemic. epidemic? Yeah. So it's still an epidemic, probably. Epi epi All right. You want to, let's hear some left wing? As, as if I'm, I'm not a fucking enough left wing. I feel like I'm left wing after this damn show. Lay it on, dude. I'm ready. Dude, I'm if ready it was today, if it was today, I honestly don't know who I'd vote for, man. I don't think I could vote for Biden. Hey, you know I'm what? Ready. I think, I think I feel like a lot of Trump voters felt in 2020. And I've said this before to you when we've been talking. And that's, I feel like Trump started telling everybody that the election was going to be stolen already the minute he knew absentee ballots were a thing. So if you're a Republican and you yeah. think that Trump's going to win, I mean, you think it's going to get stolen anyway. I think that was a voter that's more likely to say, fuck it, not vote. Right. It doesn't matter anyways. Because your boy just told you that it's going to be stolen anyway. So. You know, but yeah, okay. But didn't uh, didn't the other side say that in 2016? Here, let's move on. We'll, we'll go back to this subject. Let's yeah, I mean, we can do another show to... just on this. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying good to get subject. our format going here. It's it's yeah. good though. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. All right, here we go. I'm gonna share. Now nah, I almost shared the. I almost made us go back down the matrix hole. The rabbit <laughs> hole that is. My screen. All right, so this is uh, Hunter Biden's legal problems keep getting worse. Uh. The court that morning. Oh, wait, sorry. Here, I'll go back five seconds. It might play a little bit of that, but um, it's the New York Times, the Daily. So okay. Just... Making illegal uh, campaign contributions. to When Hunter Biden's heading into court that morning, we think this is going to be a very perfunctory day. 
this is a hearing that is essentially glorified paperwork. He's going to go before a judge. The judge is going to ask him some questions to make sure he knows what he's doing. Some documents are going to be signed. And we're going to have this plea deal that brings to an end this wide-ranging investigation that had looked at all this different stuff in his life. Over the past five years or so, the United States attorney in Delaware, who was appointed by Donald Trump and actually kept on by the Biden administration to lead this investigation. Guy named David Weiss. Yes. He had looked at a broad array of Hunter Biden's conduct. At the heart of this deal, one of the main reasons why Hunter Biden came to the table was his understanding that he was going to get immunity essentially insulation from prosecution from the Justice Department for all of this conduct. His foreign business dealings, his work for Burisma, his work with Chinese business officials. The whole scope of this Department of Justice investigation, his understanding was that once he pleaded guilty to a tax charge and a gun charge, that he would never be charged with anything else related to the original investigation. And that was Donald Trump. Mm. So at the heart of this deal is immunity, immunity that Hunter Biden wanted. Why did he really want immunity? Because if his father loses re-election and Donald Trump becomes president, Donald Trump has essentially said he will use the Justice Department to prosecute his political enemies. His desires to use the powers of the federal government proactively against those he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. And he has said this openly. He has said, this is what I'm going to do. So if you're Hunter Biden, you know that you've been a target of Donald Trump and there's a chance your father could lose re-election, you want that protection. But in the courtroom, the judge looking at this deal focuses in on the paragraph on immunity Mm. and starts questioning the prosecutors about what appears to be a pretty broad level of immunity. And in response to the judge's questions, the prosecutors give a far more narrow definition of what they think the immunity applies to. How narrow? Narrow to Hunter Biden's taxes and his purchase of the gun, but not all of his foreign business dealings over the past decade. So not this protective shield of a very broad kind that Hunter Biden wanted and understood this plea deal to give him that would potentially protect him against a future Donald Trump Department of Justice investigation instead of criminal charges. Correct. And it was outrageous because this was one of the most high-profile investigations the Justice Department had undertaken in the past few years. Both sides had finally come to a deal, and they walked into a courtroom in front of a judge where they knew the deal would be closely looked at and picked over. And they had completely different understandings of the most central part of the whole agreement. All right, that's things, son. Now, see, that's that's left wing, but yeah, it's true though. It's that that's predicting the future well, right there. Look, the, the the dirty laundry's coming out, man. It's too yeah. Now it's too late. <clears throat> once they um, get a little pinch of the thread, once they get a little pinch of the thread, they're just gonna undo the whole thing of the sweater, and it's just that, like, well, I mean, I guess just like they do trying to do to Donald Trump. It's fair game, right, man? And, well, he's, and yeah, that's and he's, the way it should be. And I know they 
some of the people talking about two tier uh, justice system that he's just getting off. I think they, I think a lot of stuff that's happening <clears throat> bad for Biden and, and Hunter Biden or whatever is not talked about. But there's probably some things that aren't so bad, and there might be some good things that happen for Trump that they don't talk about. Sure, you know what I'm saying like. That's the theme of our podcast is the fact that, or that at least the theme of this episode is there is no middle ground. You know, that's the closest, in my opinion, you have the middle grounds in the New York Times. So would you say this is true then? When Donald Trump said he was going to go after the swamp of people up there, that this is part of that? And he's exposed them indirectly? Because they have to sit there. I guess he hasn't. I guess he hasn't directly, but it's happening. So I don't know if it's correlated, but. Well, I, I guess mean, how did. Did we he did expose him directly. So here's the problem. Because like Giuliani and them were the first ones to have it, right? Somehow. Right. Who the problem is, well, also? I don't think, it, I, I can't I don't think Giuliani did have it. I thought it was. Like, why does the Justice Department even have the laptop? If Giuliani had it. FBI's had it. Giuliano's got a copy. Matt Gates tried to enter it into public record. Mm. Yeah, I think he did. I think he got it entered into public record, which that's what it takes. It has to go into public record and then be declassified and all that. You know, that's the means about which they're doing it. Maybe that's what it takes so long. But, it's but not you know, hey, they're up to something, man. And they're dirty. I mean, does it make you feel good, bad, or indifferent that your president's a dirty dog, man? And I, I think mean, some of the things they're finding out might incriminate other people that we might have held in high esteem. Some people I, might would, have. I don't know. Would that surprise huh? you at this? I don't, would that even surprise you at the, the, in this day and age? I mean, there's no one. In, and no, the politicians are crooked. No, it's dude. It's the fucking mob. It's the same thing. It's just been. It's fucking people that have tight ties doing business together. I mean, they want to talk about RICO, RICO charges on anyone, the president and these RICO charges. I bet there's plenty of prosecutable RICO actions that are taking place in in our government in Washington, D.C., between politicians, elected members of, the, of, of our government. I would say there's thousands of those and lobbyists and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the way of doing business there. I mean, you could go as deep as to say the whole thing could be found guilty of Rico. You know, like the that's whole thing. I know it's that's, all correct. Yeah, I know that's deep, but, correct. you know. So they pick and choose the other frontliners, which once again is, is it feels like a distraction of maybe something else is going on, but what is that thing? You know, what what would you have to do these Soap opera type politics. What are you distracting people from? I like that. Like, I like that. Soap opera type politics. You know, like it's that. like, yeah, well, why are you getting people so divided on these certain like little subjects that are personal decisions, which really, like me and you were talking, and if we don't agree on something, it's not making us freak out and be like, oh my God. But it's like, like show people that that's a, that's a way you can be, but you don't have to. Right. Personal beliefs are okay to have, but the key to that is most of the time keep them personal. 
right? It's personal belief. Keep it personal. It's uh, like sure. everyone in the world doesn't need to know my views. But I guess if you do something like this podcast, then they could possibly and it could have repercussions. If but they still they still get to choose, that. Garrett. They still get to choose. No one has to yeah. like turn into yeah. Rumble. Only six people with two of us are on here have done it. So I mean, hopefully we get yeah. a little production and maybe turn twelve or something. But the fact is, like, the, no one has to watch it. No one has to, you know, listen to it. And you know, when I am having lo-fi beat Fridays and start the Joe Biden fan club, and my viewers just go, Boo! I mean, it's I don't give a shit. That's fine. It's kind of fine. <laughs> I I don't, you know. I, I get it, though. I mean, I think that Joe Biden's crooked, and that, that scares me. But I think he's crooked for a way that I think the world can relate to if the press spins it right. As a father, and we're both fathers, if your kid's in trouble and you're trying to keep him out of trouble, no one wants to see, you know, your kid get busted with cocaine and for buying no. a gun on coke. Right. You know, you're going to do what you got to do to, like, help your kid. And unfortunately, I think that's how it's going to be spun in the news. And I've heard it spun that way already, to be honest with you. And I've heard Tucker Carlson say, this is how it's going to be spun. And like, so yeah. that you think, right. So that you think, oh, warm, fuzzy father thoughts when you think of Joe Biden protecting his cocaine head son, you know? And I mean, yeah. I don't necessarily buy that. You know, I think that um, there's money exchanged. You know what I mean? Like, he took money from the Ukraine and China. Yeah, and all these lots of money. And, and then, that's and that's then not just what? cocaine usage, you know. Yeah. That's strong army. Yeah, that's enrich that's enriching oneself. That's one. I believe it's like some pretty serious laws against doing that, though. I do believe so. And I, but and, and the whole point, really, that last clip was the dude did not get immunity for that. They're like, uh, well, forget about you not paying taxes. Don't forget about you. Do whatever happened with the gun and throwing it away or buying it, saying he's never used drugs, whatever that was. I think that's what it was. But uh, we'll let that slide. But the whole part where you're collecting money, pretending to work at some power company, no. But in a way, that. isn't that and whole lying about drugs, lying about drugs, and saying that you know when people say you lie about drugs, they and to get a gun. Basically, what they did is they found that you have a gun and drugs at the same time, which is bullshit, right? Because guess, yeah. Yeah. you may not have had the you may not have been on drugs when you bought the gun, which means you took the I oath. Agree, yeah. yeah, so it's a bullshit charge in the first place. It's a stack. Yeah, of I agree. Charges. I agree. It was it was a weird one. You're just stacking charges. Is all you're doing. You're right. like, oh well, you got a gun and cocaine, and that's not cool. You know, <laughs> like right? They're cool. right. It's not cool. I mean, then again, I mean, you know, there's plenty of people that have gun and weed, guns and weed, and that's like, I'm not saying that I had weed when I bought the gun, I bought the gun when I had, whatever. It's bullshit, you know. That's a stack yeah. charge. It's a bullshit charge to look, make you look worse than it is. Now, I'm sure there's plenty in that laptop. They don't even need to do that. You know what I mean? I think the main reason is it's because it's a felony, which is bullshit in itself, that that stacker charge can be made a felony. Right, yeah. Especially if you didn't have... Now, I don't know if this is the case with Hunter Biden, and they may say 
that this is. It may not. Maybe I've heard it from like New York Times, left wing media, whatever. But they may say that they didn't have an actual felony until they got that cocaine stacked on top of the gun charge. Right. Which in right. and of in and of itself is a very easy to disprove, you know, all you have to say is no, I didn't do cocaine when I bought the gun. And no jury can yeah. say, oh, we know you did because unless they yeah. have proof of you walking in going, proof, yeah, I'll take a gun, yeah. please. Yeah. You know, yeah. or or you have a like, podcast that night where you're like, oh, I did some coke and went and got a gun. You know, okay. You know, like, <laughs> unless you just are a dumbass, that there's no way they can prove that. <laughs> but then again, I guess if they got their laptop, they could probably prove it. Especially right. if you, like, have an yeah, Apple laptop with it backs up your iMessages. Oh. Hey. Ugh. And that's what he left there. Why did he leave it? How did he leave it? It's got my text on it. It's got my text on it. Why did he leave it? If I was, I don't know. Well, we've talked about this before, too. He didn't pay the bill. He wouldn't pay his bills. He wouldn't pay the fucking bill. The guy in the, he he took it to a shop. He took it to a shop. And, like, I think it was in a strip mall. He took it to a shop and, like, turned it in. And the guy was like, he kept calling him and saying, like, come get your laptop. Come get your laptop. And the, and Hunter Biden never went and got it. And then, I mean, I don't know how it was released. That's where that's where I've lost. Because, I mean, I, I could see, like, a Matt Gates going and getting it. Being like, I'll pay it. You know? I want to say he turned it into the FBI, the guy, the shop owner, man. I want to say he was trying to do something and he went to, like, back it up. And he saw what was on there and was like, oh, shit. Mm. Which means there's stuff worse than sleeping with prostitutes. Because I'm pretty sure it's somewhat not that super legal to have prostitutes and take pictures of it. I guess. I don't know. I don't have prostitutes take pictures. I mean, I don't know. If they got into into prostituting and were like, hey, let's, which would be the dumbest thing you could ever do in a prostitution situation, to be like, all right, let me start the camera and pay you now. So, so there was probably something more inappropriate than that. Well, fucking is fucking. There's nothing inappropriate about fucking. But I mean, what I can if see it's like a younger person. That could be bad. I mean, something There's was a the reason why. A lot of ifs there. Yeah, I can see. I don't, that. I'm not saying I don't know. I'm I'm wondering. I'm thinking a lot. Like, what else? Could it be that would trigger that? I mean, what else did he see? It would have to be a, a visual thing. I don't mean. And it might have been. It might have been. You and I have tried to. You and I have talked about like cocaine and money. That's. I don't think. See, that's the thing, Garen. Honestly, think you and I back when we were going to start our IT company and we started Green Tech yeah. and we we fixed some guy's laptop. Right? Say he's the mayor yeah. of Ackworth. We don't know. You know, he's a he's a prominent guy. If we found pictures of cocaine and money on there, if we're working to serve him, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I would transfer his fuck. I would fix his laptop and give him a shit back. Pictures of cocaine. And I heard and money it. I heard that. And that's because, what blows my mind. Because I am serving you, man. And you trusted me. And I'm trusting. I'm not going to fucking. I'm not going to flip on you. What am I, a fucking rat? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what if it was something that was so compelling? That is my, fault. 
if I saw like a fucking six year old on there, I would be like, fuck you saw murder. murder. You saw murder pictures. If I murder. saw a murder or if I saw murder or if I saw I don't know, honestly, if I saw animal abuse or kid abuse. Yeah. What if it was so crazy? Yeah, dog what if it was dog fighting and like a list any kind of abuse, I'd be like fuck. Any kind of abuse, I'd be so, like, I mean, fuck, maybe, maybe there's something on there. It's just so odd that it was probably. being taken somewhere and left. You're probably onto something there. I know we can't like actually say any kind of proof or anything like that, but you're probably and fucking what's, that makes more sense again, than the stories we've heard. I mean just basic logic. Something had to happen, something had to be seen that was like, oh my right. god. And then just right. part of it that we get to see is the weird loose stuff like smoking the dope pipe in the jacuzzi or whatever. Right. The shit that's gonna actually get someone arrested. But at the same time, the Washington Post is owned by Amazon or whatever. Everybody's owned by everybody. So nobody's reporting. Yeah. If anyone does know, I'd see, I don't think if anyone does know about like kitty porn or like bullshit on there, like something that would like make most of America go, Ooh, no, no, no. You know? Yeah. Cause I, I don't think you show 99% of America cocaine. They're not going to be like, okay, the guy did cocaine. Is he, is he still on cocaine? Only people that really be mad about this people that's going to jail for it. And then here he's doing right, it. Sure. He's not going to jail. Sure. Right. Throw it in your that face. So that's, that's a slap in the face. He's a yeah. Biden, so that's yeah. well, fucking right. Biden. Well, all right, let's show. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, that, that was good. That's good. I know. Let me uh, let me go to share screen. I think there'll be more information coming out though about that, so it'll be subject. I agree. Subject. I agree, and it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be fun to learn. It's like how. I will listen. We'll listen. All right. This is uh, this is NPR up first, and this is from I want to say probably probably Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, I know it was probably Wednesday or Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Get across first that we're talking about Trump's grip on the base of his party. Right? He's viewed far more negatively overall. Yeah, I mean, overall, he remains highly unpopular, you know, and has had a repelling effect, frankly, with independence. You know, Trump has led his party to a few disappointing elections in a row, um, and he's done very little to expand his base, you know, beyond that in the years since winning the White House in 2016. So it's pretty hard to see his path to winning again in 2024 without some help potentially from a third party. Mm. And that's why, you know, you hear Democratic strategists and pollsters really ringing the alarm bells about these potential third party efforts that have been cropping up recently, especially because Trump and Biden are so unpopular right now. Now, Trump is competing in the Republican primary, and that's where he's seen far more favorably. Yeah, I mean, with Republicans, it's a totally different story. They're living in a completely different universe than Democrats and independents when it comes to Trump. You know, about half of Republican voters seem nearly locked in for him and seem to believe almost everything that he tells them about what he claims are witch hunts and double standards. And that includes his baseless election claims. You know, we know that Joe Biden won in 2020 fair and square, but a recent CNN poll showed that seven in 10 Republicans do not believe that. 56% of those Republicans who said that they believe Biden 
and lost said that they based those views on get this solid evidence of which there's none. Right. You know, it really just shows how hyperpartisan our political environments become and the results of Trump and other Republicans relentless campaigns against expertise and definitive sources. And once you're able to undermine those things, you can really make people believe almost anything. Even repeatedly in recounts, audits, dozens of court cases that there were no widespread fraud that would have changed any results. And yet Trump will be at it again Monday in what he's calling a news conference from his golf course in New Jersey. He says he's going to present evidence of fraud that will vindicate him. But this is really an old page from the Trump playbook. He's done this over and over again since he lost in 2020. And all of the conspiracies he's put forward have been disproven. In fact, Georgia Republican governor Brian Kemp swatted these claims aside yesterday. He said again that the state's elections are secure and fair and that no one has proved anything under oath in a court of law, and that there was no substantive fraud. Kemp really is an interesting figure. He's a Republican who rebuffed Trump and then cruised to re-election in a swing state, but not many other Republicans or any of Trump's current primary opponents um, you know, have really chosen or been able to follow that model. Right, and that brings us to the first Republican presidential debate set for Wednesday of next week. First of mm-hmm. all, we don't even know if Trump will participate, but either way, his presence will be looming there. Oh, definitely. I mean, we know that the other campaigns have had Trump at the center of their debate prep. You know, some candidates who've been lagging want to make Trump answer for these indictments. I'm thinking of former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie and former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson and others. But, you know, the thinking in Trump world is why bother when he's so far ahead in the polls. If there was a time to make a move, you know, you might think it would start next week in a primetime debate. We're going to see because we're less than five months away from the Iowa caucuses now. NPR's Domenico Montanaro. Thanks, Domenico. Quickly on that. Think about that. Think about that. Well, um, I think once again, you have NPR leaving that nuance out of it, you know, and that's like we were just talking about, like, yes, Brian Kemp says that the election was fair, but it it was fair. Because it was made, the rules were made to be in a way that would cheat him to get the election. Democrats are always going to do better if you can mail your ballots in. Always. Yes. Always. Because it's easier to get inner city people that don't vote to just put a card in their mailbox. So even if they don't have a strong conviction even if they don't have a strong conviction about who the president is, because they never see any change, you know, just like you don't really, we don't really see right. any change, you know, no. I mean, shit's crazy despite the president, you know, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that, um, that nuance is really the thing that no one says, you know, and that's, I think like when you talk about the big lie to me, the big lie has nuanced truth in it, you know, like, because Trump couldn't have won that unless he would have been like, I, mean, I don't even know if he could have pulled it off. Not after COVID, but if he would have just been like, you know, I mean, see, but if there was no COVID, then there would have never been absentee ballots. So if absentee ballots weren't a thing that I don't think Trump has a problem being reelected for a second term. I think it's he easily gets elected for a second term if there's no, no COVID. I think I vote for him if there's no COVID. Right. I think everybody votes for him if there's no COVID. But you wouldn't vote for him in in 2024? Um, 
I didn't know. I, I right now I probably would, to be honest with you, but not from jail. What the fuck's he gonna do from jail? He's gonna be in jail. They're gonna put him in Fulton County, Rice Street. <laughs> ah. A lot oh. of federal pen. I heard a lot of that orange suit, son. The new orange suit. I mean, say I don't know. I've only been in Cobb County, so I don't know. I've never been to Fulton. No, there, I mean, I think it's uh, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's the the trustees like it's the white and blue stripe, like the Cobb County. Oh, trustee. there you go. Yeah. Do you think he's going to turn himself in? Brother. I think he has to. Do you to think he's going to be by noon next Friday? And there's like yeah, 18 other people. There's like 18 other people. Well, that's the thing, though, Garrett. It's, and, and like I've, we were talking about it earlier. I've talked about my wife. It's, you've only heard what... What we're what we're what we're saying, you know, what Fannie Willis is saying, like this is what you know, what the city of Atlanta wants yeah. to do to Donald Trump. You don't know what Donald Trump's like lawyers have filed back against. They don't report that. You don't hear, you know, yeah. and they filed a motion for him to not have to appear, yeah. you know, yeah. because we have fair judges. They're gonna they're gonna say this guy's gonna be a president. This guy's gonna run for president. He's probably the front runner yeah. running for president right now. I'm not going to put him in jail. No, no, no judge wants to be known as the judge who put the president in jail. No. For real. No, 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 no. No <laughs> judge is going to do that. Every, any judge that comes in front of him is going to give him bail on his own recognizance. So you're released on your own, whatever. But this is yeah. the prosecutor can make him turn himself in if she gets. At least get fingerprinted. He does get, but I mean, I think his fingerprints are, he turned himself in in New York. That's right. So, I mean, I don't we'll know. He's been, I guess the soon other time, I guess we'll find out soon because they're trying to rush that case to like within six months. Again, that's what they want. Yeah, right. But, but Trump, so, and the, hey, I'm sure I mean, we've been through this before. You can get you can get at least one extension. We all know that. You can get two, it's as far as I know. Yeah. I mean, uh, could you imagine if you would go into court and be like, "I'm running for president. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it." Yeah, I think judges probably gonna be like, mm, "Okay, you know, okay." I mean, it's one thing yeah. if you're a fringe guy, but if you're like the Republican front runner, yeah, you know. Especially when the governor of our state's Republican. Like, we're Republican state. Just everybody yeah. was like, okay, so another thing that happened, and I, and I know we're, gonna, we're getting back on the election, but another thing that we're forgetting about is the Lincoln Project. The Lincoln Project did better than people are giving it credit for now. The Lincoln Project took a lot of middle people and said, fuck Donald Trump. And a lot of people who vote Republican normally said, you're right, fuck Donald Trump. They ran some of the best campaign. Go back and watch their commercials if you don't know them. The Lincoln Project's yeah. Donald Trump commercials were enough to almost make you cry because you thought your country was going to burn to shit if this man stayed president for one more day. You know, it was something that of the was best at the end of it during the pandemic. Yeah, like when they, they would just show his dumb shit, he'd say, and then it would show like, you know, people dying and just like 
it was just dramatic mockery, you know, and and Trump's too egotistical to put out anything that's going to be like, you know, he. No matter how hard he tried, he just could not fucking care about the people like that were done. You know, the COVID yeah. thing. He just couldn't fucking care about it. He just couldn't care about it, and that pissed everybody off because you're a president, and if your people are dying, you have to fucking care. You just do. Yeah. You gotta care. You don't have to do that much to change it. You know, I don't think anyone would have expected him to do that much. But if he would have been like, you know, be like, guys, I'm really sorry that everyone's dying. You never heard that man say he was sorry through a fucking pandemic. That's the, that's some machismo bullshit right cold there, hearted. man. That's, that's cold hearted. Yeah, that's some fucking. That's you can tell that dude. That, that, that dude's dad never hugged him. That dude needed a hug. Yeah, his dad. his dad didn't hug him enough. <laughs> All right, so let me see what else we got here. I know we're running late here, so it's all good. Hello from CNN. I'm a former DK. With the five things you need to know for Wednesday, August 16th, Fulton County's district attorney has asked the judge to set former President Donald Trump and his 18 other co-defendants trial to March 4th, 2024. Trump's lawyers are negotiating with the DA about details of Trump's surrender in his election interference case in Georgia. That's what two sources familiar with the talks tell CNN. The sources say that as of right now, they haven't yet landed on Trump's surrender date. But the DA gave Trump and his co-defendants until next Friday at noon to turn themselves in. They're all named in a 41-count indictment, but Trump is facing 13 criminal charges, including a racketeering charge, for allegedly attempting to unlawfully change the outcome of the election results in the state. He's denied wrongdoing. Oh, I guess Fourth that- time Trump has faced criminal charges since leaving the White House. But Susan, you write that there are several ways that this trial will... No. I don't know. What the- okay, we're going to take the break, like I said. We'll get that. We come back. All right. Um, just the facts. Nothing but the facts. You know, that's what CNN gives you. Nothing but the facts. I, I mean, you can say what you want about CNN, <laughs> but no one owns them. No one owns them. I mean, they're not. They're, they're owned, but they're CNN. You know, they're not owned by Amazon. I did, yeah, they, so that would make them Warner Brothers, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Time Warner. Cartoon Network and CNN. HBO. Yeah. CN and CNN. 